What is shaken, Fire Nation? JLD here with our monthly income report, but we are doing things a little different today. We are still going to start the show off on the same note with my CPA, Josh, and my lawyer, David. They have some really important things to talk about during these definitely interesting, crazy, and sad times that we are dealing with right now. So we're going to kick those off because those are two very important topics we're going to talk about. Then instead of sharing our numbers today, myself and Kate are going to have an open conversation about a few things that have been going on in 2020 that we want to address. So stick around if you want to listen to that open conversation after hearing from Josh and David. And if you do want our numbers, we did publish those on our website, eofire.com slash income. We have our specific gross income, total expenses, net profits. Every dollar that we spent expense-wise, we break it all down per normal at eofire.com slash income. So definitely check that out if you have interest for that. But we do hope you stick around for these very important conversations with David and Josh and then the open conversation with myself and Kate about what's been happening in 2020. So let's give a quick thanks to our sponsors and then we'll kick right in. Fire Nation, this episode is brought to you in part by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Clavio gives you the tools to get growing faster. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com slash fire to create your free account. Start building an army of loyal affiliates and brand ambassadors who constantly promote your products today. The step-by-step is waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast miniseries, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com. All right, Fire Nation, as promised, we have Josh Bowerly kicking us off today, Mr. CPA on fire himself, talking about extensions and dates that we need to know for 2019's tax filings. These are very COVID-19 specific, so definitely stay tuned because Josh is going to break it all down for us. Josh, take it away. All right, John, we are going to touch back on a little bit of familiar topic this month. We are going right back into COVID-19 related items. And uh, this is a question that I've been getting all the time. Um, there's a lot of rumors out there, a lot of good information, a lot of bad information about when the due date is for each type of return for 2019 returns. Uh, people have been saying they've, they've, they've extended them, they've extended them indefinitely, they've extended them to certain dates. So this month, I just want to do a quick rundown on what exactly was extended, what wasn't extended, and what those actual deadlines are. And I'm just going to go over each type of return, what the situation is, and uh, where to go from there. So the first thing we want to talk about is partnerships and S-corporations. Okay, so if you're an LLC and you have another owner in it, you're a partnership. Or if you've made an S-corp election on on your LLC, you're you're, you're an S-corporation. These returns are typically due on 3-15, March 15th. The bill that passed these automatic extensions came after that date. That means that those returns were not automatically extended, right? So if you did not file an extension on those returns, you are now late, right? If you haven't filed it and you didn't file an extension, your return is now considered late. There was no automatic extension. And the late fee for these is $195 per partner or shareholder per month it's late. 
Okay, so it just keeps accumulating month after month. So if you didn't extend, if you didn't file, you wanna get that in as quickly as possible. I will say my personal belief here, and keep in mind this is just my own opinion, I, I haven't seen anything on this, I'm just strictly giving you my opinion. I think the IRS is gonna be lenient, and I think if you do receive a late charge, you should absolutely call into the IRS and ask for that to be abated due to COVID-19. Um, I think there's a very good chance that will have, that they will agree to that. So if you haven't filed, make sure you do so. If you get a late fee, I would fight it. Next one up is C-corporations. Uh, very few of you are probably a C-corporation. If you are, those returns are typically due 415, April 15th. Those have been automatically extended until July 15th, right? You didn't need to put an extension in. This is just something that came automatically. They're now due July 15th. Personal tax returns, your 1040, all right? This is, as most people know, is due April 15th. This was also given an automatic extension to July 15th. And again, there was no need to file an extension manually. Uh, this was just something that was given automatically. Right, and this applies to your amount due as well. So typically, if you if you extend your personal tax return, it does not give you an extension to pay. They still expect you to pay them by April fifteenth. Under the COVID extensions, your your pay date is also extended to July fifteenth. Right, so you need to make sure you either file or pay, or file and pay, or extend your return before July fifteenth. Next up, we're going to talk about first and second quarter estimated tax payments, all right? So for your personal taxes, those first quarter estimated payments are typically due April 15th. Second quarter pay estimated payments are typically due June 15th. Both payments have been extended to the same date, July 15th. And yes, this does mean that you do have two quarters worth of payments due by the same date. So you wanna budget that accordingly, all right? So both first and second quarter estimated payments due July 15th. And finally, we're going to touch on the SEP, the IRA, and the HSA contributions. All right, so these are the retirement accounts, the health savings accounts that you contribute to, to, well, part of the reason is to lower that tax liability, all right? And a lot of people don't know or maybe don't fully realize you can still contribute for 2019 all the way up until April 15th of the next year, all right? The due date for those uh, contributions for 2019 is 4-15, April 15th. However, since these returns have been extended, the deadline to contribute to these is also extended to July 15th. So you can still make a contribution to your SEP, to your IRA, or to your HSA, and lower your taxes, also save for retirement, save for, for health costs, for 2019, all right? All the way up until July 15th. So if you've not maxed out any of those accounts and you're fortunate enough to have some money set aside, I highly recommend taking advantage of this extension and contributing to your 2019 uh, SEP IRA or HSA accounts. All right, so those are all the ones that have been extended. Um, as of now, there, there are no further changes. I know there's a lot of rumors uh, going, going on and off that there's going to be additional extensions for some or all of these returns. Um, as of now, there's, I have not seen anything concrete. I, I wouldn't even want to give an opinion on whether that will happen or not, but it's something to keep an eye on. Be in touch with your tax professional, follow the changes being made. Um, we'll certainly update in the income report if there's any changes, but unless you hear differently, you need to plan to have those returns done by mid July. All right. So those are the updates. Uh, make sure you get those returns in before this extended due date. 
and we will catch you next month. As always, they can uh, catch up with me at josh at cponfire.com. Check out our website, cponfire.com. We're, we're constantly making changes there. I got a lot of free info and uh, I'll talk to you next month. All right, Josh, thank you as always for rocking the mic, brother, and Fire Nation. You know where you can get more information about all the knowledge bombs and value bombs that Josh drops at cpaonfire.com or just shoot him an email, josh at cpaonfire.com. And let's talk with David. He's got a legal tip for the month of May. We're going to be talking all about business liability when you are reopening as a business. So David, take it away. All right. So as we record this month's income report, many states in the U.S., as well as other places around the world, are in the process of partially reopening their economies while dealing with the coronavirus pandemic. Business owners who've taken a financial hit during the shutdown, and if you're listening, that certainly may be you, um, need to also be thinking about liability when they reopen. You can't just obviously open up and expect everything's going to be totally back to normal. So if you own a business, one of your worst fears right now is finding out that one of your customers, clients, or employees came down with COVID-19 at your workplace. Um, this is true if your business is a brick and mortar, obviously, or you know if you or your team has any kind of face-to-face contact with the public. Um, that's something you need to be concerned about. So in addition to just caring for the health of people around you, you may also find yourself subject to a legal claim due to transmission of the virus at your workplace or through your business. This could come in one of several forms. So for example, an employee could file a workers' compensation claim. Depending on the legal standard in your state, proving they contracted the virus through your business may be easier or harder, but it's definitely something that you don't want to have to deal with and for your employees or your business. Um, you should always make sure you have plenty of insurance to cover these type of claims. So, you know, definitely be in contact with your insurance person. That's an important part of your team when you're building and growing your business. But be aware that your future workers' comp premiums are in part based, based on past claims. So if one or more COVID-19-related workers' comp claims comes your way, you could find yourself play, paying higher premiums for years to come, even after the pandemic has come to an end. Because again, you've you know gotten hit by some unexpected claims, and uh, insurance companies will just maybe look at it and say, well, you know, this business has a lot of claims against them. Let's raise their rates. Um, so that's something to be concerned about. Another possibility is a lawsuit by someone who claims to have contracted the virus at your workplace, or again, in some way related to your business. The more people your business comes into contact with, the greater the, let's say, surface area and the greater the likelihood of this type of legal claim. So if you're a solopreneur who works from home with no support staff, you probably don't have that much to worry about. But if you own a retail store or a restaurant, or let's say you have a sales team that's going out to visit customers, the potential liability could be substantial. A class action is an even scarier possibility. In this situation, you might have multiple employees or others who believe they contracted the virus through your business, and they're attempting to consolidate their claims into one giant lawsuit. If this comes to pass, you'll definitely need all the legal help you can get. So, okay, I'm not just here to scare you, just to provide some things to think about and maybe provide some guidance. So you're probably asking, what can entrepreneurs do to reduce their liability? Well, there's no one-size-fits-all answer, but here are some suggestions. And again, just because you're listening to this, of course, I'm not your attorney. You should speak to your own legal counsel. So first, you want to recognize that the laws vary state by state, as do the COVID-19 health guidelines. Um, The more you can show that you are following all of the federal, state, and local rules and guidelines to the letter, 
the lower your potential liability. And I want to make sure this is really clear. It's not just enough to take all the steps necessary to protect your team and your customers from the virus. You also need to document those steps. So if there ever is a legal claim, you will have the evidence on your side. Again, make sure you're documenting the steps that your company or your business is taking. Just in case there is an issue that comes along, you want to have that really easily accessible and documented to show, okay, the guidelines were X and we followed X and we did even more. We did Y and Z. That's going to help you if you need it. Um, you also need to pay attention to how the law is evolving in this area. So at this moment, there are discussions at the federal and state level in the U.S. regarding giving employers limited immunity from COVID-19 claims. Um, you know, some people think, well, you know, businesses can't really control this. It's totally unexpected. And so we need to create some immunity. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe not. The more you know about these efforts, if and when they're passed and signed into law, the better off you'll be. Don't rely on rumors or quickly scared news headlines and assume you're protected from liability. And finally, and this is the most important rule, use some common sense. Model good behavior when it comes to wearing masks, maintaining hygiene standards, and staying physically distant from others whenever possible. So you're setting the tone for your business, for your customers, for your employees, for your team. They are going to be looking at you as the person that is you know, the model, the guideline, and you want to set high standards um, and, and do those yourself so they can you know, follow along. Don't assume that you can let things slide because your competitor across the street isn't following all the rules and best practices. So maybe you'll say, well, I own a restaurant. The person across the street isn't even doing X, Y, and Z, even though they're supposed mm -hmm. to. Well, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. That's not the way to, to operate a business in a crisis to, you know, for long-term success. You're going to be much happier if your competitor is unfortunately the one who gets hit with a lawsuit while your business thrives and your team stays healthy and motivated. And if you have more questions about, um, you know, how your business can navigate this unprecedented challenge, you can reach out to me at my website, lizardbramlaw.com, or just Google David Lizardbram, and uh, I'll pop up. I'm easy to find, and I'd be happy to talk to you. Fire Nation, lizardbramlaw.com. Definitely check it out. There's a wealth of knowledge there. And as promised, both Josh and David dropped absolute value bombs in these crazy, crazy times that we're now living in, this new normal that you know we need to be proactive and need to be adjusting towards. So thank you, Josh. Thank you, David. Much appreciated. And Fire Nation, myself and Kate are having that promised open conversation as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. It's safe to say that most of us have been doing more shopping online lately. And if you're an e-commerce brand, that means you might be seeing more first-time customers. But once they've made that first purchase, how do you keep them coming back? That's what Klaviyo is for. Klaviyo is the ultimate email and SMS marketing platform for e-commerce brands. Klaviyo gives you the tools to build your contact list, send memorable emails, automate key messages, and more way, way more. And that's why more than 30,000 e-commerce brands like Chubby's, Brooklinen, and Living Proof use Klaviyo to build a loyal following. Strong customer relationships mean more repeat sales, enthusiastic word of mouth, and less depending on third-party ads. Whether you're launching a new business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo can help you get growing faster. Plus, it is free to get started. Just visit klaviyo.com slash fire to create your free account today. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash fire. Clavio.com slash fire.
One of the biggest struggles we face as online business owners is building an audience. Getting traffic to your website, podcasts, videos, social media channels, it's not easy. But there's a framework that you can start using right now to consistently drive your dream customers to your business every day. Want that framework? Great news, Fire Nation. My buddy Russell Brunson is a co-founder of ClickFunnels and has grown his business to a near $1 billion valuation using traffic driving strategies as a backbone of his business. And fortunately for the rest of us, he's one of the most generous people I know in the online business world. He just created a new podcast mini series called Traffic Secrets to help you learn exactly how to borrow traffic from influencers in your industry, how to build an army of loyal affiliates and brand ambassadors who constantly promote your products, how to effectively build an email list, and so much more. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit Traffic Secrets Podcast. Podcast.com. All right, Fire Nation, we are back. And as promised at the top of the episode, Kate and I are going to have a little bit of an open conversation right here, right now, because 2020 has been pretty much a crazy year. There's been a lot of things that are going on that if you were to go back to January or February, you know, it seemed like it was just starting off as a very normal decade, a very normal year. And then there have been some massive world events that have literally shaken the foundation of so many different things. So we're just going to have a little bit of an open chat about it because, you know, we really want to make sure that our voices are heard, that your voices are heard, Fire Nation, because we want to hear from you as well. We want to be, you know, always known for just having these open, transparent, honest, genuine, and, you know, sometimes difficult conversations that just need to be had. So, you know, with that being said, I'm going to pass it over to the lovely Kate, and she's going to kind of lead this conversation, and then we're going to be going back and forth. And, you know, we would love to uh, to hear from you. We sent an email um, all around this topic um, just a few days ago, so in earlier June. So if you were on our email list, you definitely got to read um, a lot about what we thought through that email. But we wanted to also take the opportunity to speak on this platform, the Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast. And Kate, I'll let you take it from here. Well, we are on quite the first name basis now. I don't know that you've ever handed it over to Kate versus Caitlin Erickson. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Fire Nation? Always so grateful to be on the mic with you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, I echo everything that John has said. I mean, as he opened it up, if we go back to January and February, um, everything just seemed so quote unquote normal, right? I mean, we were heading into 2020, people were setting their goals. I mean, we had these big visions and we had lots of travel plans and a, and a bunch of things going on for 2020. And COVID-19 hit. Um, we, of course, have, you know, a big election year this year here in the States. Um, so much kind of brought up. Uh, and there's just, you know, there's so much like news and there's so much information. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it can be tough to even take all that in. I mean, I know at times I've had to just put like a very intense sensor on my consumption. You know, I'm very um, careful and I, I guard what type of content and information I'm consuming. Um, And that was definitely true at the beginning of the year. And then just within, you know, the last couple of weeks, we've had just so much racial injustice brought to the forefront, which, you know, is due time. And 
We've seen protesters fill America's streets and around the world. I was just chatting with someone from New Zealand the other day who told me that they had uh, protests in Auckland. And, you know, I know that it's happening all over the world. We have the support and the rallying cry from those across the Internet you know, encouraging people of all colors to stand up for what's right. And this is just very powerful, right? The way that we can come together and the the platform that we have and, and our ability to speak up right now and share what we do know is also very powerful. And I know that John, I speak for both of us and how grateful we are for that. And at the same time, I know that we are, you know, also very well aware of and acknowledging ourselves that there's so much that we don't know. Um, as you said, the email that we sent out earlier this week, uh, we're barely halfway through the year. And so far, 2020 has brought so much pain and fear and anger and on so many different fronts from COVID-19 to just a whole lot of uncertainty to, of course, racial injustice that we've been seeing um, and present itself in so many ways. And again, like so many of us, we have a lot to learn uh, and we're fully aware of that. But today, how we wanted to show up on this platform for you, Fire Nation, is, you know, to share those tax tips and the legal tips that we bring you every month, but also to share what we know for sure. And that goes with, you know, us bringing you this income report and recognizing that there's a lot of businesses struggling right now. There's a lot of people that have questions around um, what Josh talked about today and what David talked about today. Uh, and that is that, you know, we're committed to bringing you real value in your life and the areas that we can, you know, we have um, this platform to be able to do that and also to continuously send out our love and our hope to all of humanity to continue to, uh, you know, have everyone come together and to be able to play our part and to continually, you know, do what it is that we can to send love, to choose love, to send hope. And, um, you know, of course, we're also diving into several resources to learn more ourselves. We have some, a couple of those resources linked up in the income report. If you want to check those out, checking out a bunch of great podcasts, some book recommendations, some articles, um, because we know that there's a lot to be done and we're definitely working towards a better understanding of the many ways that we can show up to be a part of this fight and also, you know, hoping to help empower others to do the same. Uh, John, what do you think? Yeah, I just want to just come out and be very blunt, Fire Nation, and that's that racial injustice. It's disgusting. It's unacceptable. And we as human beings absolutely have to take a stand. I mean, the fact that it still exists today is completely unacceptable. And that's why you're seeing everybody come together, not just in you know different states or different cities, but in countries around the world, because this does have to stop. And what happened to George Floyd and to other individuals over the years is absolutely unacceptable. And, you know, I look back to the time that I was an officer in the U.S. Army and in my platoon of just 16 men, there was just 16 men in my tank platoon. We had whites, we had blacks, we had Asians, we had Latinos. And guess what? We were all brothers. We were there for each other. We had each other's back. We were protecting each other in a time of war. 
And I would have laid my life down for any single one of those individuals. And it's just disgusting that a simple lighter or darker tint of your skin is going to impact how you're seen by certain people in this world. And it just has to stop. So we just wanted to have this open conversation to just share that, you know, we are committed moving forward to letting our voice be heard and to absolutely committing to using our platform to do what we can to affect this change. Okay, what do you want to add to that little rant that I just shared to kind of tie this up and again, maybe go back again and share some of the resources that we found um, over you know the past few weeks looking into this that we've posted on the income report and then we'll wrap up this income report. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I want to bring it back to this love and this hope. I know that it has to be more than that. I know that it has that there has to be action. But a lot of um, what I've seen thus far is, um, you know, many combative conversations. And I know that some of them are very constructive and others not so constructive. And I just hope that, you know, as you said, John, this requires all of us coming together. This requires all of us supporting one another. And, um, you know, I definitely am not blind to the fact that uh, so many of us have so much to learn. But if we can help each other in that process, I really think that we can get there faster. And that is my hope. Um, We'll also be linking up to a couple of the organizations that we've been looking into and researching um, so that anyone who's interested in checking those out can do so on the income report as well. Much love, Fire Nation. Much love. Fire Nation, this episode is brought to you in part by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Clavio gives you the tools to get growing faster. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com slash fire to create your free account. Start building an army of loyal affiliates and brand ambassadors who constantly promote your products today. The step-by-step is waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast miniseries, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com.